This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go, hour three of the G-Bag Nation. The topic is... How has your opinion of Dak Prescott changed this year? Leave your name and city or texting from at 877-881-1053. The final numbers are in. I do believe it's by far the best season of his career, even though the efficiency numbers aren't the best. Uh, they're close enough to it. I'm going to give him uh, the the nod here for 2023. The, the final numbers, 69. That's his completion percentage. 45-16 passing yards. 36 TDs. We'll hear more about those TDs coming up in a TD Tuesday at 6. Just nine picks, 12-5 and five record. Josh from Cato Mill says Dak's year was one of his best with how horrible the running game was to carry the offense as well as he did under 10 picks. Was special. Uh, how many were tipped? Not sure if he's the MVP, but he is hands down the best leader in the league. Uh, I think that matters. You know, I you you lead the NFL in touchdowns. That matters. Second interception rate, all that's great. I could see him being the MVP. I think he's close enough that if he was the MVP with this statistical profile, I, I would definitely, you know, not have a big fight with it, Brian. What was his signature win? I don't know. Philadelphia? Detroit? Detroit. If you look at what was the signature win for the guy in Baltimore? They had a, they had a few, but it would be the Forty Nine ers yeah. But they had a they had a bunch of them. They yeah. were blowing out teams yeah. with above you know five hundred records. Voters all voter, season. Voters are going to look at this and they're going to say, "What were the signature wins? How many wins did he have against playoff teams?" I think it was six for the for our guy at the Ravens, three for Dak. Yeah, is yeah. what they're going to do. And, I can see it going to Lamar. Yeah. yeah, and and Dak had better signature wins in twenty sixteen as well. Which I think was, you know, the previous best year of his career. Sure, sure. Not the not the numbers. Yeah. Probably the number, but man, yeah. But it, this one I think was more on him, him having to carry this team the way he did because yeah. the the lack of the running game. In in sixteen, he he had a sixteen hundred yard back. Yeah. You know, and but, a great protection. Yeah. I mean, he was under pressure with no running game, and had a legit like all pro season. The thing with the Ravens, that guy has no C.D. Lamb. That's something you'd have to think about, too, voting. No, he doesn't. But, I mean, he has They drafted Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., Beckham Jr. Shot Bateman, also first-rounder. Yeah, they don't have a C.D. Lamb. They don't have a no. C.D. Lamb, but he's got some weapons that are pretty good. Yeah. I, I think I, at this point, game. I would rather, ooh, would I rather have Lamar Jackson than Dak Prescott? I don't know. It's very, very close. But if you want to vote for Lamar for MVP, I'm not going to fight you on that. Yeah. At 877-881-1053. Uh, the last couple of years, as Dak Prescott was playing, coming off of the injury, maybe playing with a bad offensive line, a, a suspect running game, his total QBR 
which is a much better way of evaluating a total quarterback's performance than the old passer rating. It dropped to 60. 59.3 was one in recent years, which is not that much better than average. And the line gets old and the running game dries up, and I'm thinking that's what we're going to get if you don't surround Dak with good protection, good running game. Well, he made me eat crow this year. Uh, he surprised me, I, I think. Uh, we're getting late in the performance improvement uh, timeline. You know, like once you're around 30 years old, a lot of quarterbacks have already played their best football. This is a year, and I don't know, You, I think you give some to Dak, but I, I think a lot of it as well is the coaches around here have not been paying much attention. He finally got the blessing here of the bye week of a game plan that gives him a better chance to be efficient. And I think we saw hopefully the first 10 games or so of this Cowboys offensive uh, you know, game planning room going in that direction and continuing to give Dak uh, that uh, moving on in, into the future. And it's got to be incredibly bullish. He's not running a lot. You know, like what about what he's just done is not sustainable? <laughs> you know, obviously you can get better uh, skill players. You're going to get a better running back. Maybe you get a better wide receiver too. Jake Ferguson's going to get better. I mean, I think this is the year that Dak showed, hey, I am a guy that maybe does not need great surroundings to play at an all-pro level. It's just one year. But could he do it again? And if he does, I mean, holy cow. You know, maybe maybe the MVP or two is is in the future here, Brian. Where was the where do you guys fall on the play caller as opposed to the previous play caller? I, I think the uh, post bye week, this is the the most help Dak Prescott's ever received from his play caller and play designer. Post by absolutely. Uh, but I think a lot of that is because of the quarterback and wide receiver going to head coach and saying this is not working. What you are doing in your offense is not working. So coach deserves credit for adapting and changing and not being stubborn. Right. But I think Dak Prescott also knew that the narrative this offseason of him needing to limit the interceptions, we've got to go ahead and simplify the offense, we've got to play inside of a 10-yard box, that was overblown and overcorrected, and we need to get back to pushing the ball down the field, and he ended the season having the most vertical passing touchdowns of any quarterback in the NFL. Wow, hell of a year. And, you know, I think you had quite a few people that were doubting him, and maybe this, maybe we've seen the, the end of that. I kind of feel like that McCarthy and McCarthy and Kellen Moore are the same type of play callers. I do. I feel like the quarterback made the difference in this one. I think the quarterback. I I I, I don't see. I, I see the ball. You know, say going down the field. We kind of saw it. We kind of, you see different route combinations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think Dak Prescott got better. I don't know if the play caller got that much better. Mm-hmm. I feel like the like you know we we saw a great. Numbers with I'm Kellen with you. Moore, you know, still stayed number I, I, one in scoring offense. I, I think Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb got better. Yes, and that made Mike McCarthy a what we cons- what we think as a better play caller than Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore put up some huge numbers. I think Dak's just gotten better, you know. And I think I think C.D.'s gotten better. I think That's- C.D.'s definitely gotten better, but I, I would I would 
I would disagree on on Dak. I think Dak has been this level of good. Now he ran the more t- more times this season than he has since 2019, and it was his best yards per attempt running the football that we've seen since 2020, which was the small sample size he got hurt that year. But so the 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 legs of Dak Prescott came alive again. We haven't seen that in a couple of years, but I uh, we've I mean we've discussed needing somebody who can help you from a coaching standpoint. And you were going into Buffalo. You were saying, I believe in this offense. I believe I what this coach is doing. Despite all the feelings you have about Mike McCarthy that yeah. you've had for a while, I believe in what this offense is doing. Yeah. I don't remember you when Kellen Moore was out here calling plays saying that. I don't I don't think that was the case. Like I, We've all seen the tangible difference. Now, uh, there was a six-week run after the bye where it was just like, oh my gosh, they're hitting all the right notes. This is all just working beautiful. Then Buffalo my, happened my mistakes, and the offense has changed a little bit. My mistake. But you're still getting a lot of help you know. from Mike McCarthy by and large, more so than he's ever gotten in his entire career. We've seen Dak put up good numbers. Yeah. We've seen all these things. So what has changed about Dak other than his wide receiver became a legit number one guaranteed he might the be the best in the league? The turnovers. I think, yeah, that, of, I think a lot well, of that's, has, last year's okay, turnovers were the, the outlier. Mistake, the mistake, he's always been a non-turnover it's, it's guy. Pre and post snap recognition for me the, is where he's taken the, the, the biggest step. The biggest in and maybe mistake, his coach has helped him with that with some of the mistake, some of the design. The biggest mistake is I should have said I believe in the offense because of Dak Prescott. That's where I should have said it. I said I believe in the offense. You know, I believe in the routes and the combinations and stuff. Give my credit. I'm just saying though. I think the quarterback is the one that. After the after what happened in uh, in San Francisco is the one that says we're not doing this anymore. Agreed. I think I think it's the quarterback that made the difference here. But weren't they saying we did the across the room thing and the defensive coaches came over here and were like, "Hey, you guys are too easy to defend." I, I that that I think is true. I think Mike McCarthy listened to his coaches. I think he listened to the players. Hmm. But I feel like to me the mistake I made, and you're absolutely right for calling me out on that. But I feel like, though, to me, I should have said, I believe in this quarterback. That's what I should have said. The 214 says footwork is the answer. Um, you know, I, I, th- I think without a doubt the play design has changed. Are we giving, are we giving Dak at this point credit for changing the offense? I, I think Coach McCarthy deserves credit. He you know? does deserve he credit. He absolutely but, does. But, but I feel like, though, we saw similar type numbers. Oh, yeah, they were the number one scoring offense with Kellen Moore. They're the number one scoring exactly. offense this year. So yeah. the, the the constant here is your quarterback, but certainly the play design and being able to create some separation for your wide receivers. The, the growth, we've seen some differences. The growth of C.D. Lamb is what's made this offense great, in my opinion, too. The growth, yes, the, what, but what, how what, much does an offensive coaching staff get credit for all those details that add up to you now being unguardable? They absolutely should get credit because they're moving them around. I'm just saying, though, the player itself, Yes. Like you, you, we've learned now. What did McCarthy learn after the Dolphins game? I can't go two quarters without throwing him the ball. Yeah, the last two weeks he's thrown it to him seventeen times and thirteen times. That's I, I'm, what, I'm with you on that. Ceedee Lamb took his game yeah. to an entire other yeah. level. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nine seven two. I loved eating crow on Dak, and I ate it with no sauce. It tasted very good. Hopefully, mm. that happens yeah. with McCarthy. Okay. Uh, I think option routes went away, which increased consistency and confidence. Says the four eight zero. Uh, 9-4-0, Dak and your wide receiver got better. We aren't going to give that credit to the coaching change? I think, you know... No, no, Mike deserves credit here. I'm just saying, though, to me, the offense, the offense under Kellen Moore did have 
they they scored at a high rate. They had uh, they had numbers. But they had huge issues. I mean, was, we know about me, was, huge they, issues. They, that they had, had issues have right we, now. They don't run the ball great. Uh, for sure, they, they, they've they that's been an issue for them this yeah. year. Yeah. But they we haven't come in here once this year complaining about oh my gosh this just stop routes again high leverage moments we know what they're going to do and the defense knows it too and after the game the Jets players saying yeah we knew what they were going to be doing the whole time yeah. you didn't see that and McCarthy has his issues I'm not Mr. McCarthy guy yeah. but his offense what changed at the bye week say whatever you want maybe it was Dak's idea but it wasn't Dak changing it was what we're doing as an offense is going to change, and that is what Dak has needed his entire career. He's had good players at times. He's had really great offensive lines. He's had a great offense, you know, a, a great rushing attack. He's had a great defense from time to time. Okay, what has he not had? A play caller that knew what he was doing, and for the most part, Mike McCarthy has has known what he's doing from a offensive design, how to attack it. I mean, the play action passing, how do you the motion, the, how do you throwing on early downs. How do you count for the numbers? They pre- were blowing pre- out terrible teams for the for the entire duration of Kellen Moore. The numbers were because of Dak. And I said that when they let go yes. of Kellen Moore. Dak Prescott made Kellen Moore look good. And that's why you're seeing Kellen Moore searching for a job. It's time now for uh, Woolchuck's Top 10 here at, at 420. Uh Zach, what's the subject today? Well, we had National Tempura Day, Mm. which is very popular, especially on our show. I've got the top 10 most delicious foods to fry. What's the number one fried food that's next? We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Thoughts and prayers uh, to everybody in Fort Worth. A large explosion downtown. A little bit more than 10 minutes ago, maybe 15 minutes ago, the Sandman Hotel, 10 reported injured. And you can find, uh, you know, several pictures on Twitter or tune in to uh, NBC5 right now. What's being described as a mass casualty event has been declared after the explosion. Current number of injuries, fatalities is unknown, and it's unfair to speculate right now. First responders are on the scene. And there's some pretty, you know, uh, chilling of uh, videos and still shots online of, of people, you know, suffering uh, the, the aftermath of this injury. It appears like an explosion just 
absolutely rocked like the lobby area. And that's where a lot of the stuff uh, came flying out uh, in, into the parking lot. And I imagine the majority of people were injured. Um, but that's about all we know uh, at this time. There is speculation on uh, online uh, that maybe it could have been a, a gas explosion. Possible gas explosion, says WFAA on the Sandman Hotel on Houston Street in downtown Fort Worth. Witness in another building blocks away tells us that he heard a loud boom. Segment of the GBAG Nation is brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If your loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. 214 or 817-333-3333. Go to truckwreck.com. Second time in GBAG Nation history. We were on air, uh, as a matter of fact, that that uh, you know night many years ago in, in West Texas where the uh, the fertilizer plant e- exploded and uh, sent oh, shockwaves wow. that people yeah. felt in, uh, in DFW. Our first sign was the fire trucks and first responders flying down 35 as, you know, everybody within 100 miles or so was being asked to, to respond and help, uh, you know, uh, t- take care of the aftermath of that explosion. But uh, we'll pass along details as it becomes available. Uh, without further ado, it's time now for Woolchuck's Top 10 at 420. Here's the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much. First, we got the national championship game on tonight. We will preview that in about an hour. Uh, continuing to laugh at the Eagles' misery right now. Eagles are the first team in the NFL in the history of the sport to start the season 10-1 and or better and not finish with 12 wins. Man. And they even got an extra game with 17. Did the, did the 1986 Jets do that? <laughs> yeah, well, Joe, I would think no. No. Let me look. I, I need to look this up. Now, if uh, the 1986 Jets did do that, yeah. you can take this up with Reuben Frank of NBC5 in Philadelphia. Okay. I thought but it was Reuben Pfeffer. Maybe you're Are you sure? Friend. I, I love it was Reuben Pfeffer. No, Reuben Pfeffer's a credible source now, okay? Are you for scuba, Reuben? Huh? Are you for scuba? <laughs> but Reuben Frank says uh, the Eagles are the first team to ever do this in the history of the sport. And I think that he probably fact checked that because I he's hope. talking negatively about the Eagles <laughs> in the city in which he works. Yeah most epic season-ending collapse we've ever seen. It's amazing. Uh, now, they did make the playoffs, but you think they're going to go one and done, lose to the Bucks in the first round? Absolutely, I do. I say yes. Probably. Yeah. It seems like things have become toxic in a way that's uh, going to be tough to avoid. God, it's really toxic. Can't wait for a Toxic Tuesday tomorrow and a TD Tuesday. Let's get to our top ten. So we celebrated yesterday National Tempora Day as we were witnessing the Cowboys get an NFC's division title in the number two seed, in which they'll be able to get two home playoff games, assuming they beat the Green Bay Packers. So I've got the top 10 most delicious fried foods, according to America, uh, that you can, of course, deep fry. If you had to go with the number one fried food of choice, oh my God. I know it's tough because tough, all fried foods are delicious. Absolutely. But give me, you know, you give me a list. I, I know you like to do your list for this, Lucius, so, so give me some options. It's light work. Uh, a little catfish. Mm-hmm. Catfish on some cornmeal. Fried on up. Maybe some shrimp fried on up. Um, what's that thing I like? Oh the my Chinese gosh! One. Fried crab ragoons. There you go. Oh! Fried crab ragoons. That's yes. my baby. I can survive off of those. Those are outstanding. They are so good. Gosh, those are so good. Yeah. Just little fried, delicious balls. Of How wild. about fried wooly bully, Brian? Fried wooly bully. Nineteen eighty-six. Tell them about those Jets. Did the Jets start ten and one or better. Yeah, they and did. not win twelve games. Yeah, November sixteenth, they mm. beat the Indianapolis Colts to go ten and one, and then they proceeded to lose to the Dolphins, the Rams. The 49ers, the Steelers, and the Bengals. Wow. So they joined the 1986 Jets. Yeah. 
You can go ahead and tweet Ruben so Frank. So Bully just got cooked. He did. Uh, Ruben right. Frank. The Frank got Bully me. Just got cooked. You got a ball sack. Right. I got ball sacked by the Frank. Fried died late to the side. That's why you can't trust the Philadelphia wow, guys. Dude. But either He's way, from Bucks County. He's the Bucks County reporter. Is he? There. Yeah. It says that he works for Philadelphia. Yeah, he hates What's me. What's his name? We need to add him, G-Bag Nation. Ruben Frank. Tear his ass up. Yeah, go ahead and find Ruben Frank oh. on the Twitter and let him know, hey, bud, <laughs> yeah. um, the, the Eagles are the second team. But any damning stat of the Eagles, why are we trying to fact check, Brian? Just shut your damn mouth over there. I'm sorry. The you know how proud miserable. he is of his time with the Eagles? The 1986 Jets. That's, he's a football <laughs> in, did, encyclopedia. Did you forget about the 86 Jets? Uh, they did. They, they, they went 10-1. and one. They beat the Colts. They well, beat the Colts that day. It is fitting Nerd. that the Eagles and the Jets, two very uh, sad franchises <laughs> and organizations that have only won one Super Bowl in their history, are, are sharing this together. I remember in 1986, the Jets were on a tear. I was there. And then all of a sudden, it just, it just bottomed out. I saw them. the Jets play at Texas Stadium that year. I'm going to go with fried shrimp as my number one, I knew specifically from Popeye's, shrimp. right? Yes. That uh, tackle box, undefeated. I, dude, it's it's Papadose, bro. Yeah, they're good, too. Seafood oh, platter joint? Oh, yeah. oh my Papa God. Yep. Oh, okay. I know where you're going. Oh, my God. Alligator. How about it? Alligator yeah, needs to be alligator. fried. Yeah. You fry that good. alligator. Fried gator's oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Better a- than chicken tenders. Yeah. Yes, we're getting a lot of love for the chicken, of course. Fried chicken. Of course. Chicken fried chicken. That's a layup, man. It's fried chicken. Yeah. Fried chicken, absolutely. It's fried chicken. People are, people are texting fried okra. Oh. Yes. Yeah, Especially oh. from Church's Chicken. They have the best okra Church's. out here. I'll fight you over that All right. one. All right. All right. Like we got Church's. fried apple pie. I like just Church's Chicken. Yeah. Church's that? is good. Oh, oh my God. The biscuits as well, because we had somebody text in when we were doing nosebleed seats at night, and I had not been to Church's yet. They are like, dude, they got the best biscuits in the game. So I had to go sample churches. They did not disappoint. Yeah. I'm going to the churches for the biscuits. Hey, whatever brings you to the house of, of God. Well, the chicken <laughs> was also <laughs> fantastic. That's the original God's that's chicken. That's it. Chick-fil-A stormed in and, and said no. I think we were doing no. like a biscuit type of list. And they're okay. like, dude, churches, churches biscuits. They got you. Now, Popeye's also very good biscuits as well. And their chicken's also delicious. But it is probably fried chicken. I think that would be my number one as well. I mean, or just like potatoes, you know, French potatoes fries. Potatoes are going to get some love here. So the honorable mentions, uh, we got like fried pickles. Yes, yeah, slice mm. them up too. I don't like that, that long speary joint. It's, it, Make the little circles. It's got to be the pickle chips. Yeah. For yep. sure. Uh, you got the beignets. Beignetis. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. get, get the, and I know you're going to get some love on that. Fried butter from the 817. They do do that, I think, at the state fair. I was fair. about to say, state that's fair. a state fair that's bit. State that's fair. not one that I think I would try. Well, I think that's the most unique thing that I've learned over the course of the last few I, years about frying things is apparently you can you can fry anything. Anything. You can fry beer. You can you can fry liquids. Uh, I, would, all right. I would do the butter. I'd put that thing in breadcrumbs and go. I believe it, yeah. dude. Really? Yeah, just okay. bread, put in breadcrumbs. Oh, what? Yeah. I, like I mean, hey, if you weird. like butter, if you like butter, you know, why wouldn't you like fried You're butter? Just biting into a Fri- everything fried, fried is butter. better. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I seen somebody fry a sunny side egg, the sunny side up egg. Well, you know, it's yeah. kind of runny a little yeah. bit. They yeah. fried yeah. that joint. They put it in a meal and everything. Yeah. 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 Okay, that would be. It kind of holds delicious. in that oil. It well, holds, bro. you could just kind of like net it out. Yeah. I want to try it. I want to try it. I'm in on that fried cheesecake. Wouldn't the wouldn't the butter just kind of become one with the cooking oil though? I was thinking about that when you were talking about. Yeah, I don't that. know. How yeah, you can keep you, it. Can, oh, you, can yeah. you taste the butter as Consistent. compared to the canola oil? I would. Gross. I would definitely. If you if you breaded it though, I'd make sure I'd pop it in that freezer for a little bit. I'd yeah. I'd and a quick it. frying, just I'd, a quick I'd, yeah, splash. Chill it and then put it in the fryer. Chill yeah. and fry it. Yeah, it's the way to keep it. Uh, fried wontons. Yeah, yeah, buddy. There you mm-hmm. go. Hush puppies and onion rings. Oh, Shout wow. out to Hush Puppies. Yep. Onions, dude. They have Onions. an interesting uh, past, the old Hush Puppies. The Hush Puppy? Yeah. Oh, really? Google that. Origins of Hush Puppies one day, you guys. I don't mean not right now. You don't have to do it right now. 
I was going to say, I love hush puppies. That was for the audience. Now I feel a little timid. (laughs) Yeah, don't do it right now. It'll ruin your mood. The final honorable mention, number 11, is the corn dog. Corn dog on the top 10 of the deep fried foods. It's a good call, man. There's no no state fair without a Fletcher's corn. I was about to say, as long as Fletcher's the one doing the frying there. Damn right. Fan Sports Lounge used to do a fried PB&J sandwich with with, with powdered sugar sprinkled all over the top of it. Yes, It's insane. Wow. That sounds divine. I'm in on that. What about just cheese? that year. Yeah. Fried cheese. So mozzarella sticks are going to get in here in the top three. Number 10 is fried fish. Yes. Mm -hmm. Number nine is fried shrimp. Yeah, look at me. Wow. <laughs> All over this list, bro. You, you're crushing this. Number eight is egg rolls, which I know you've got a little big into. I love egg rolls. And there's yes. so much you can do. I've always talked about the versatility of the egg roll. I love the egg yep. roll. Uh, number seven. Too healthy. Is it? Yeah, too much cabbage in there. <laughs> Replace that with no, cheese. The cheesesteak. The yeah. cheesesteak egg, roll cheese egg roll is the perfect marriage. We can yeah. get rid of the cabbage for you. Thank we can you. make it unhealthy. Get the onions out of here. <laughs> it's too healthy. It's too much cabbage. Yeah. I don't want these damn vegetables. You keep eating them boo-boo biscuits that you got going on. <laughs> yeah. You That's got right. no cabbage in your life. You got to eat them right. boo-boo biscuits. Number seven over. is the funnel cake. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Which wow. are, it is delicious. I was so surprised the first time I had one when I was a kid. Like, whoa. And then the smell. Oh, Yes, the grease. It's such a great smell. The grease and the powdered sugar, yes. Uh, number six is buffalo wings. Oh. Which I guess, I mean. Counts as fried chicken, but I guess it's, it's, it's in its own category. That's fair. You know, we'll put the buffalo wing in its own category. Not many people do these well. Let me just say that. Of uh, the fried stuff? Let me, uh, the, the wings. The wings. Well, because you prefer a smoked yeah. wing. Yeah. We just, well, and you are the expert. Just like time and attention and a, and a great recipe. Not just, hey, we put them in oil and then splash buffalo sauce on them and put them on a plate. You know, you know that's at least 70% of the wings you get at a restaurant. Yeah, quit being so damn lazy. Yeah. I'm with you. Put some Orange time and number this. one. Top five deep fried foods on National Tempura Day. Fried Oreos. Oreos did not make this, but fried Oreos are delicious. Uh, you've got potato or tortilla chips. Mm. Mm-hmm. Donuts mm-hmm. at number four. Oh, the donut. Yes. Wow. Yes. My donuts. Mott sticks at number three. Ooh. <laughs> Fried chicken at two. Yes. Chicken. Something fried beat chicken. chicken. Yeah, I am curious what beat chicken here. Number one is the French fry. fry. Oh, the other oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Bowley. I agree to one for. You can fry anything and you can milk anything. As long as it has nipples. Got to have nipples, Greg. <laughs> okay, there you go. G-Bag Nation every afternoon, 420 here on The Fan. We get you Woolchuck's top 10. Jerry Jones will be on with Sean and RJ in the morning. Be interesting to see what he has to say about 830. Okay, is this coach as good as gone, or is this another false alarm? we got to talk about it next year. It's the G-Bag Nation on the fan. Oh, thank you, Lucius. Um, Looking for more information on the explosion in Fort Worth at the Sandman Hotel. Reporters from KRLD are on the scene. If you'd like to listen to more on that story, that's our sister station just downstairs. I think they just reported it was definitely a gas explosion. Okay, thank you. Why I'm scared of having gas in my crib. The gas wow. stoves and everything, which I hear are the best ones to cook on. Yeah. I'm nerve, nervous of them. Yeah, it, it makes me nervous as well. Yeah. You know, um, especially with the stories just a couple of years ago from, uh, you know, West Dallas and that area over yep. there where you had a couple of explosions and they basically had to turn off the gas for an entire neighborhood for like two months while they rebuilt all the the piping and, and everything. So the, the latest unfortunate gas story, the, the latest I'd seen was 11 injuries. Um, but no details, no further details on on that. Some of the video on television and, and on Twitter is is almost unreal. Just the the power of that explosion, not only knocking out all the windows, but there's a panel of a sidewalk. 
that's just been like lifted up in its entirety and set on the road next to it. And you can see like the grid or the framework of the underneath of city streets. Um, and you can imagine the amount of power uh, that it would require to, to do something like that. So hopefully as they get things sorted out, the injuries aren't too bad. Wow. Uh, and that uh, maybe everybody survived. Uh, but we're coming up on about 30 minutes or so, 40 minutes since we got the report that it had happened. And the coverage continues on our sister station, KRLD. That's uh, AM 1080 there if you'd like to click on over. Okay, what happens if the coach decides to go this time as another round of Dan Quinn rumors are circulating? Brian, what do you think is going to happen this time? Uh, I think that with the number of openings that we're starting to see so far, I think Dan Quinn's going to get another opportunity to interview. Uh, Jerry Jones has has made him, uh, as a defensive coordinator, one of the highest paid coaches in the league when you start to talk about assistance. So the contract is is like he is uh, an NFL head coach. So, you know, and I think Dan really likes it here, but I also believe, though, that he'd like another chance. You know, these coaches would, uh, you know, like to get the opportunity to, you know, to maybe run it back. You know, the mistakes that they might have made the first time, the things that they learned. You know, Dan Quinn learned a lot in personnel from hanging out with Will McClay. Dan likes personnel a lot. And, you know, and, and Will's helped him. They've kind of helped each other. But I, I think that if, if he gets the opportunity to go, the, the thing we have to think about is now these coaches that get head coaching jobs, uh, is it the offensive coach you want as the head coach or is it the defensive coach you want? You have to determine what's the best for your, your program going forward. Uh, you know, you try and stop people in this, uh, this, the way that uh, the NFL is today, or do you just trying to keep attacking people, you know? So, uh, it seems like to me that, that having that offensive coach might be the way to go. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just want the best possible leader and problem solver. And I think for, you know, a lot of teams, Dan Quinn might be that guy. Do you think he'd take any job? I, I think that, uh, I think that he thought he was going to get the Denver Broncos job a couple yeah. of years ago. And then it. And since then, he hasn't been like a serious candidate. Guys, are, you, are you sure a team is going to want him? That I, I think that you have to look at what he's been able to do yeah. with that defense. There's a lot of qualified candidates out there, yeah. more good candidates than probably job openings. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, as a, as, a, as a fan, you don't want to see them try to replace this guy. You'd no. much rather keep Dan Quinn, and I think there's a chance that he doesn't go. But, I mean, if you're paying attention, it's hard to sustain top five defense and he's done it three years in a row right I think it's it's pretty powerful the case that 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 he can make um you know and I, the question would be how hard would he be to replace like if he does go how big of a blow would this be to the Cowboys think chief I think it would be I think it would be quite large I mean I, I don't know if there's anybody else on that staff that would get promoted or most of them would be taken by Dan Quinn to his next destination but I, I don't think you have a a guy waiting in the wings here that is the Dan Quinn understudy. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think Dan Quinn is uniquely adaptable, and th- those aren't I, – I think he's got qualities that you don't really find all that often. Yeah, he'd be a tough guy to replace. I mean, I guess in-house, if I were looking at candidates, I think a, a guy that's going to be a popular name here is Al Harris. You got Al Harris and Joe Witt Jr., would yeah. be the two guys in-house I think maybe they would look at. But it is interesting. I mean, like the commanders have a list of five, six candidates that they already want to meet with. Dan Quinn, not one of them. I'm yeah. sure Dan Quinn's going to become a hot name with 
you know, maybe the Raiders or the Chargers or if one of these other opportunities open up, maybe the, you know, the Titans job, Mike Vrabel leaves. Mm-hmm. Now the Titans is ahead. But so, so far, the like the Falcons even, obviously they're not going to go and reunite with Dan Quinn, but we right. haven't seen the link of a team just yet emerge. All righty. Uh, G-Bag Nation, hope you're having a nice little uh, victory Monday. A lot of interesting factoids from victory. Uh, you can text into the show at 877-881-1053 if you have thoughts on the potential of uh, Dan Quinn leaving and how tough that might be. Maybe Matt Eberflus comes back. Are they going to fire him in Chicago? I think Matt Eberflus sounds like he's on good ground right I think he's now. he's safe. Really? They're getting rid of uh, the offensive coordinator, Lou Getzky. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. Gonna, they're going to move on from him. And that's another coordinator change in Justin Fields. I, I don't know if that's a great sign for him. No. And them not drafting a quarterback. I think they are going to draft a quarterback. It does seem like teams are going to be more willing. Like for for a few years now, it's been like you want to go get the offensive head coach. You want to go get the young offensive head That's coach. What and, with, I, yeah. and with the way defenses were a little bit more dominant this year, scoring was down, and there's a lot of defensive coordinators that are getting a lot of love. Teams are, I think, more open than they have been maybe in the last couple of years to go get a defensive yeah. guy. And you just saw defensive guy D'Amico Ryans mm-hmm. come right have in. Have success. Boom, have success. With a rookie quarterback. With a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and he obviously put a great staff together, and that that's so much of it. And I think Dan Quinn would be a guy that teams look at and say, I trust you to put a staff together. I think that's that's part of the good news is like looking through the candidates. Uh, there's not a lot of offensive minds like the Miami OC Frank Smith, the Niners assistant head coach and running backs coach Anthony Lynn, Lions Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's probably the, yeah. the top guy. But then after that, there's a lot of defensive guys. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. six or seven, depending on which list you're looking at. So if you want to go with a defensive guy, there you're going to see Dan Quinn, but there's going to be a number of other guys that you're definitely going to want to to interview, and we'll have to see how that sorts itself out. Okay, uh, we got three down two to go here on on a Monday with you on your home of the NFC East champion, Dallas Cowboys. Look at how that came together, and look at how bad Philadelphia is. We'll talk more about these storylines coming up next. Uh, Chief Little Football's finest on deck. Yes, Mike Dropper's stat of the days, and don't disrespect the towel next here in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.